What's up guys? Welcome to Enjoy the Sass. I'm your host Faith and I'm so excited to have you here with me today. For those of you who don't know, this is a bi-weekly podcast where we talk about all things faith, family, music, movies, and just about everything in between. Thank you so much for choosing to spend time with me. I hope that you enjoy the sass and you enjoy this podcast because I sure enjoy making it. And it means the world to me that you're spending time listening to me when you could be doing so many other things. This week on the podcast, I have the absolute honor and privilege of sitting down with my pastor and friend, Lucas Gonzalez. We had an amazing conversation about what it's like to go through a season of waiting and to see the worth when that season is over. And I think you guys are really going to love it. I learned a lot and got a lot out of this conversation, and I know that you will as well. So grab some coffee, grab some tea, and enjoy this conversation with Lucas. Okay. Listen. 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 You're a professional. I am a professional. I'm a solemn professional. A what professional? A solemn. No, you're... I don't think solemn is an adjective I would use to describe Lucas Gonzalez. Are you ready? You ready to start this, like, officially? Yeah. <laughs> no, you're... Do you want to drink the rest of your coffee? No, I want to then... be drinking it as I'm doing it. Yeah, that's a good idea. I drank mine already. It's gone. Oh, so good. So good. All right. Let's just start, because we already started. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode two of Enjoy the Sass. I'm your host, Faith. You already know. I'm so excited to be here today with a good friend of mine and one of my pastors, Lucas Gonzalez. So excited to be here. So, so excited, excited to be here. To be on episode two of Enjoy the Sass. Episode two. Come We're on. doing it. It's happening. So why don't you tell people who you are? Like, who is Lucas? Okay. Okay. So... That's a kind of a big question, but I think it's a great one. So uh, my name's Lucas Gonzalez. I'm 30 years old. I've been married for this January coming up on eight years to my wife, Tiffany. And we met and we're both from Ohio. We have two kids. I have a three-year-old daughter and her name is Kana. And she is... Just the sweetest little thing. I love her to death. And then I have a a 15-month-old son named Enoch, who I just love my kids. And I love the stage of life that I'm in right now. I love being a dad. I love being a husband. I love having young kids. And uh, I'm also a pastor at Reach Church here in uh, Austin, Texas. And I am the campus pastor of Reach Church, Colleen. And uh, that's coming up on three years, and we are having just a great time, uh, just just having a, a great time doing what God has called us to do, and really feel like we're living the abundant life that God wants to for all of His children to walk into. So I um, I, I mean it when I say it when I say uh, I, I I feel like I'm walking in God's blessing, and so just having a great great time living life and loving family and doing what I get to do for the Lord I love that and I'm I'm so excited to be here (laughs) you guys can't see him but he has the biggest smile on his face big smile maybe that's the coffee that I bought yeah thank you for bringing me of course I was like this is gonna be a late night so let's bring him bring a coffee coffee always get get you in the door always I think so it, it works for me, but I'm, I That's love good. coffee. I appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I appreciate it. Always. Anytime, Lucas. Thank you. Anytime. So I listened to your sermon from last night. You did an amazing job. It was so good. I listened to it today because I Thank wasn't you. there. Um, I want to talk about some stuff that you said and relate it to how I'm starting this new thing of podcasting and like taking something that I've always wanted to do, and now it's a reality. Um, So last night you said you were talking about waiting, walking, and the promise. Yes. And you said a couple of things, and I'm going to tie them all together like you do. You said that doubt, discouragement, and confusion are always loudest in the waiting. Right? Yeah. 
So I thought about that and I was like, how is this true in my life? Well, it's very true in my life, but how is this true right now in this journey of starting a podcast? Because this is all very new. We started this a year ago, this process, and now it's finally coming into fruition. And I can't tell you how many times throughout this past year I've been like, is this really something I should do? Like, I don't know if I'm really good at this, if I'm called to this, like how am I going to make this work for me? Just getting really discouraged because I kept seeing person after person after person like start a podcast or start something super cool that they have always wanted to and being like, well, that's not, I can't do that. I'm not, that's not me. And then finally this week, when this comes out, it'll have been a couple weeks, but this week launching the podcast and seeing the responses that I was getting and being able to walk out the second part after the waiting was what you said was faith, courage, and character are being formed in the waiting. Yeah. And for me, I didn't see that till now, like till it's come. Till you're on the other side. Till I'm on the other side. Right. Yes. And so like, I think that it was super cool for me to see, wow, I really went through that first part, the doubt and the confusion and the discouragement. But then once everything started happening and people started responding to the podcast, I really came into my own in the courage and I'm so excited to just get started with this. And so I love what you were talking about last night because it's so relevant to me. And where I, you're at on your journey. Yeah, and where I'm at on my journey and the... So I think all of us have, I think all of us deal with that. Yeah. No matter what, and no, um, no matter what situation that we're in, I think all of us deal with doubt, discouragement, fear, all those things. And the enemy's always loudest in those seasons when we are, are waiting and sometimes procrastinating to do what we feel like God has called us to do, or maybe it's just a dream that is in our heart. And it may not be our ultimate call, but it's a, uh, a thing that God has, you know, given us kind of a, a, a godly desire, something yeah. he desires us right. to do. I think all, I, and I, I think all of us have that. And I, and I know for me personally that I, that I have that, uh, and I deal with those thoughts of, of doubt. And, and discouragement, fear, and then we worry and we hesitate. And I actually, I think it all comes down to um, mindset. I just finished teaching a class here at Reach Church to our Leadership Academy, and I was just talking about identity uh, tonight, and I'm so excited to get into this talk with the Leadership Academy. Um, but I was telling them, uh, as sons and daughters of God, that comes, we have been given an identity that we have to we have to know and we have to walk out as sons and daughters of God. So this idea that, oh, everybody else is starting a podcast. Everybody else is doing something cool. Everybody else is walking in and you start playing that comparison game. Mm-hmm. It, it Comparison is the thief of joy. Yeah. So whenever you're looking at something and you're comparing yourself to uh, a finished product, Unless it's a, a, a mom or dad, unless it's a spiritual person or unless it's like a mentor or a coach that is encouraging you and saying, look at me as an example, but I'm going to encourage you. But if they're not and you're just looking at it, what everybody else is doing, then the enemy is going to be super loud in those moments and he's going to come with those thoughts of discouragement and doubt. And also as a son and a daughter of God, there is plenty enough to go around. Mm. Here's what I mean. If you start a podcast, that doesn't mean that there's less for me. In the kingdom of God, his resources are unlimited. So I should celebrate you doing what you feel called to do by God and not be intimidated that it means that there's less for me. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So like we pastor here, uh, the Austin campus you know, the, this church is coming up on eight years uh, old this January. There are churches that will come and want to start new churches in Austin, Texas, 20 minutes away, 30 minutes away, 15 minutes away, down the road, you name it. 
the the enemy wants to make you feel like why are all these churches coming here if they if they grow that means we can't grow that's 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 the wrong mindset yeah and so i think it's important that we that we know that the enemy is always loud in the waiting, mm. but then when we're on the other side of it, we realize that God was developing some stuff on the inside of us and that there is plenty in his kingdom that all of us can walk in and all of us can have. Yeah, that's good. So that's good. Really good. That's so good. So I, good. I love the Lord. <laughs> I do too. So much. So much. I love, I think you probably close to ended your message with, it's always worth the work and the wait. Yeah. Both phases of that you always. can see after the fact, right? It's always worth it after. And I think about this podcast like I was so afraid the first day. I was mm-hmm. freaking out all night before we launched episode 1. I was freaking out. I was, Nobody's going to listen. No one's going to like this. I, what if I sound stupid or people are are just you know, criticizing me, whatever. And I got a phone call from one of our dear friends, Teresa. Come on. Bawling her eyes out saying, she said something that I love so much. She said, who knew there could be an anointing called sass? And I was like, yes. Oh my goodness. That is what I want this podcast to be about. And it was all worth it in that moment. That moment and then the moment where my mom texted me and said, I've listened to this three times and I love it, love it, love it. Come on. Those two moments made all of the freak out and all of this past year of saying, I'm starting so a podcast. So I'm happy starting a podcast. Thank you. I'm excited. I think everybody um, deserves that. Right. Everybody needs to, everybody should have a champion in their corner that yes. is rooting for them and saying, come on, you got this. Yes. You can do it. I'm proud of you. I've had people in my life that have done that for me. And it's been, uh, it's been a game changer. Yeah. And now I get to, and now I'm in a position where I can do that for people and I still have people doing it for me. Right. But as, as long as I've been serving the Lord, as long as I've been in ministry it still is encouraging to me to be encouraged. Yes. And it is still encouraging to me when I get to encourage somebody. Yes. And so when you step into that promise and you do what you're called to do and you and and the promise is always worth the work and the wait, every, I think everybody should everybody deserves to get to that point where they feel like, man, it was worth it. Yeah. It was worth it. It was yeah. worth the work. It was worth the waiting because I'm a better person on the other side of it. Right. And I think um, it's a it's one of the things that the, you know, the enemy, the devil wants to make us feel like. Yeah. It's not or it's not going to work out. And I think that the biggest thing that we can do is not try. Yeah. The worst thing that we can do. Let me say it that way. I think the worst thing we can do is not try. I think we should try. Hmm. And I think we have to, we've got, it's got to be okay to, to mess up and make a mistake and still have people championing you and saying, come on, you right. got this. This is right. amazing. Right. So I don't know if that answered your question, no, but it does. I it's just good. wanted to chime in and throw some no, thoughts I love that. on there because I, I thought that was. Uh, I love that. That's what I was thinking when you asked that or when you were saying that. Yeah, I love that. I love that the start of a new journey doesn't always look the same for everyone. And this journey for me hasn't looked like I ever thought that it would. Mm -hmm. And I think about other people who have started things and what their journey looks like is not the same as mine. Yeah. And I think that there's a beauty in that, that we get to all walk on a path. But sometimes that path looks different all the time. That path looks different for each person. And that's the thing that I want the most out of this podcast is to talk to people whose path looks nothing like mine Mm -hmm. and to have people who are in a place like you are where you are walking the path that you really, you know, this is 
God has put me on this path right here, right now, today. Yeah. And everything in my life has led me to where I am right now in a way that looks nothing like mine. Yeah. And looks nothing like your wife or what your daughters and your sons and my future is going to look like. Yeah. And I think that as I started this podcast and I was thinking about what I wanted to convey and who I wanted to convey that with through people that were on the podcast, you were always at the top of the list. Thank you. Because we go way back in this journey at Reach. I've been coming here, what, how many years? Like five? Almost five, I think. It's kind of crazy to think about. I graduated college and started coming here. Yeah. So we're at three and a half, four, I think. Really? We're almost to five, but we're we're verging on three and a half, four. Hmm. I'd have to do... I've been in clean for almost three years, so that's where I gauge everything. Yeah. So... So how did I meet you? I met you when you were still the youth pastor. Yes. Here. And I have friends who were on the worship team and who were helping out in youth and one of those is Allie she's the reason I started coming to reach church yeah and I got plugged in so fast here Mm -hmm. so fast I think within I don't know a month I was doing next steps and then I was serving and I came to a riot night which is our big youth event here at reach that we do. Now we do it every month. Back then, it wasn't as often. Once a quarter. Yeah, it was once a quarter. And I met this crazy guy named Lucas. And... Younger than. Younger than. You only had one... You had one child. (laughs) (laughs) Only one. And she's the cutest thing, by the way. Thank you. Both of your kids are so cute. She's so sweet. I love her. And we... I... I don't know, something about you and how we interact has stuck. <laughs> I love right? people. Yeah. Yeah. I do. I love people and I love to encourage and I love to I love to connect with people. I'm not into you know I'm into people and I, I love people and, and um I love to see uh, I love to I, I told my I told Tiff this last night is uh, I was praying with some people after service. They wanted to come up and pray with me specifically, which I'm honored to do. And so I was just praying with a couple people, and I was saying things to them that they didn't see about themselves. Uh-huh. And I was speaking to potential that God was showing me about them that they don't see about themselves. And you can see you know, their countenance change, and you can see them well up with encouragement right and i'm like man i love to be that person for people yeah and, and that's so a genuine thing that, that and it is it's like it's not fabricated it's not something that um i do for any personal gain i just love people and so i believe in you know i believe in people i believe in you know you faith and i and i'm um and the call of God on your life and what God wants to do in you and ultimately through you. And I want to, and I'm honored to just be somebody that says, come on, um, I'm, you know, I'm proud of you. And you stepping out in faith and you doing this is so good. So good. And that's why uh, I'm I'm honored to be here. Not, not so that, you know, I can add to your podcast, but more of I can say, Faith, I'm proud of you in any way. I can, you know, be an encouragement to you. Yeah. Then by all means, of course. And if that means coming on, I am more than excited to do so. Yeah. So, and I just love doing that. I love being that. I love being a voice for people and uh, and and encouraging them. I think honestly, and I don't I don't know how much you want to hear from me. So if I'm going too long, you just tell me. Like I think Jesus did that. Mm. So why was Jesus able to get these people to follow him like crazy? These fishermen and these tax collectors and, you know, these the, the just the worst of the worst. Why? Because when you say something to somebody about their potential 
and about what you see in them that is the God on the inside of them that they don't see about themselves, mm. there's an instantaneous attraction. Yeah. And so when Jesus says, come and follow me, because he speaks to somebody something about them that they don't see about themselves, it's a no-brainer. Like, right. yeah. Right. You see something in me that I don't even see about myself. Absolutely. And so... It's magnetic, and I think that's what Jesus did, and I tried, and I genuinely try to do that, and I genuinely, uh, I don't fabric, I try not to fabricate it, and when I hear, when I feel like God is speaking to me about a person or a situation, and uh, I can be a voice of encouragement, I want to do that. Yeah, I want to be that, and that's what I try and do. Yeah, it's pretty incredible to watch you interact with people and I am not good at what you do and I think that that is why I I love you and I love watching you and being around you because it's magnetic it's attractive to see someone who has a skill that you don't have (laughs) you know and Thanks. Of course. It's crazy to be in youth ministry because I think of people in youth ministry like you because mm-hmm. you are the you were the youth pastor when I became involved. Yeah. I didn't have my church growing up. I love my church growing up. Um we were a home church. It was very small. We met in a room like we met in living rooms. Yeah. Some the size of this room with 10, 15 people. It's yeah. very small. Not a whole lot of kids or people my age. So coming to reach after college and being around people I didn't who, know that. Yeah, being around people who were my age. Yeah. And who were walking the same like post college, post I don't know. Being an adult? Being an ad- yeah, being an adult yeah. was crazy to me because I went to church with my parents and people my parents' age. Mm-hmm. And so seeing someone like you be the youth pastor and you're just wild and out crazy, like jumping up and down, running from side to side of the sanctuary, preaching some fire, like... yeah. That, to me, is what I saw as youth ministry. And now I'm in youth ministry, and I'm like, I'm not a Lucas Gonzalez. And that's okay. Yeah, it's okay. every day, we can't all be that. Because if we were all that, no one would be here. (laughs) I think that that would be too much. Yeah. Thank God we're all different. But it took that for me to step into a place where I was okay serving in youth ministry. Yeah. And it's only now, years later, multiple youth pastors later, that I have come to a place where it's like, I'm in youth ministry and I belong there. Yeah. Because, so good. And I think you can do that with any point in your life or anything that you're going through. Like, I had that moment in college where it was, I'm in film school, and I belong here. Yeah. yeah. It was my senior year, my last semester, yeah. but I got there, you know? And I got there four years into serving at Reach Church. I'm yeah. in youth ministry, and I belong here. Yeah. What is the the disconnect for people? Like, why is there that? Yeah, so I really think, like, when you're saying this, I'm like, letting, my wheels are spinning, and I'm you know, asking the Lord. I really think it comes down to, uh, for me, identity and being secure in who you are in God. Mm. Right? And so all of us grow up uh, and before we get saved, we are forming our identity outside of a relationship with God. And then we get saved. And... You know, or, or or then we say yes to Jesus and we still are carrying that, that same identity right. into this new relationship with God. Right. And I think we can be insecure 
about the change and the things that God wants to reveal to us and call us to do. Right. And so, and whatever your, you know, whatever our hand finds to do, I think there's, going back to the message, there's always that insecurity. There's always that doubt. There's always that fear. There's always those those voices because I think it's something on the inside of us where we're, where we have an image in our own mind of how things are supposed to work. Mm-hmm. Well, these kind of people do youth ministry. These kind of people do podcasts. These kind of people do right. film. These kind of people do education. These kind of people, you know what I mean? And I'm not that kind of person. How can I get into that right. arena? Right. When I don't feel like that, I'm that kind of person. And to me, it comes back to being who God says that we are hmm. and understanding and, and, and just having our identity ra- rooted and grounded in God. Yeah. Because if God has called me to youth ministry, then I can make an impact in youth ministry and I need to, and I just got to figure out how, how do I do what he's called me to do? Mm purpose and that yeah and how do i execute that identity and that purpose in the arena that i feel like god is that god has given me Mm -hmm. like i'm a communicator yeah i i preach i was driving home last night and i was talking to tiff and i said you know i really feel like my style is like inspirational i'm like a like right before a team goes on the field the coach gives a motivational talk so that they're fired up and they go on the field and they play the best that they can in that moment. And I said, you know, I feel like I'm an inspirational preacher. Like in the moment, you know, I want to encourage people. But I also want to be as good as I can to give people the tools that they need to apply to their life that live beyond the moment of inspiration. Mm. So like if you come to church on a Wednesday or a Sunday or you have an encounter with me and you feel encouraged or you feel inspired, whatever it may be, I also want to get to the place where it's not just inspiration, but you are getting the tools and you're getting the education and the understanding so that you can live out that inspiration beyond the moment that it was created in. Mm. And that is something like I get down on myself like I know I'm I'm passionate. I know I'm good at this inspiration preaching. Mm-hmm. But I also, you know, like I'm, I, I'm like, well, this guy's better at I'm not a teacher of the word right. um, like this guy or that guy. Uh, and then I, I mean, I can get down on myself about those things. So I just... I, I think it comes back to this idea of understanding who we are in God mm-hmm. and what He's called to, and what and what He's called us to do. I think it's so important, mm-hmm. so important to understand um, our identity. And I think we have those moments where we can listen to that voice of doubt and discouragement, and and and, and let that sometimes keep us from stretching our legs and and trying new things. Yeah. It's good. Does that answer your question? Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I, I mean, <laughs> we see it in so many, in like so many areas. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. A girl going to beauty school is insecure about the hair and the makeup that she's doing when she looks at somebody that has been doing it for a long time. And right. we can get into this game of, again, comparison. Right. And we get down on ourselves. Right. But... I, I, you know, I think that the, the culture and the world that we live in, sometimes the only, the idea is, is the way I get up is by getting people down. Right. And so if that girl's good and she's better than me, or if, or if that guy's good and he's better at me in this arena, how am I ever going to get up? And how am I ever going to get to the place where I want to be? While that person's still at the top of the mountain, you know, mm-hmm. like as a kid, yeah. we used to play this dumb game called King of the Hill or like boys, they'll get on like a boat or something like that. And then they'll get in the water and they'll wrestle and they'll try and like fight each other. It's a fun game. <laughs> um, but it's just this idea, like for yeah. me to be the king, I've got to make sure I'm on the top of the hill and I'm I'm pushing people down the hill. Mm-hmm. That's how I stay on top of the hill. Right. And And that's just... Not God's economy. No. Yeah. Like you can be great in youth ministry while I'm being great in youth ministry. Right. And both of us can make an impact right. in people's lives. Right. And we can see great things happen. You can do this podcast and you can be great at it. And then 
when you're done listening to it, you can listen to another one and it'd be, and it'd be okay too. But it's not like for me to succeed, somebody has to fail. Right. It's no, there's, there's, there's room in God's economy where I can, I can do what God has called me to do. Right. As well. Right. And I just, and I think again, identity. And I just think it goes back to also having people in your life that's like, encouraging you and championing you to do what you right what you want to do it yeah. takes those people pushing you i'm i'm sure uh, you know you have had people pushing you to do this yeah absolutely and even like right before you go live and those doubts are like you m- may need to make a call or say something to somebody mm-hmm. yeah absolutely and get that last boost of encouragement yeah and then you're like Okay. okay, it's done. Send, right. you know? Right. It's not an either or, it's an and. Come on. That's good. So good. That's so good. Preach. Mm. Preach, girl. Give that girl <laughs> a microphone, a pulpit, and a Bible. She got fire shut up in her bones. That's what, that's a preacher. Uh, uh, it's a preacher. That's a preacherism. <laughs> I don't even know if that's an ism, but like a saying? Yeah. Funny. An Just ism funny. is a saying. I have, you know, I have some of those. You have some. Yeah. We so. get a kick out of them. So I want to talk about... I feel like we're doing good. We're doing great. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. I'm having a great time. Um, so I know that you have to drive home, so we're not going to keep you much, much longer. Um, I want to talk about what's one thing in your life that you did. I think I know an answer, but what's one thing in your life that you did that up until it happened, you were like totally unprepared or freaking out. Like until this podcast went live, I was freaking out. What's the one thing in your life on the spot that you can think of that until it happened, you were like, okay, I know this is right. I know I'm supposed to do this. God is in this, but oh my goodness, can I do this? Yeah, I think, okay. Mhm. I think I, so. I'm gonna go back because one of the biggest things that I that I remember about having uh, one like a pivotal moment in my life was I was a senior in high school. I am 18 years old. Schools, uh, colleges are coming to my high school because they want to um, meet and interview with me. Um, because there are scholarship offers to play college ball, um, and they are coming on the table. Mm-hmm. And I, I just knew that I knew that I knew in my gut that God had called me to ministry, mm-hmm. and I wasn't supposed to go to a regular four-year secular college. Like I wanted to go to seminary, Bible college, and at that time. Um, you know, I, I knew exactly what I wanted to do, and it wasn't, you know, um, and it wasn't a traditional college. Right. And so I just remember meeting with my principal, meeting with my football coaches, my parents, um, and a lot of people telling me, like, this is the right thing for you. Yeah. Like, not everybody gets an opportunity to play at the next level you do. And you have an opportunity to get a free education. And you have an opportunity to do this. I'm doing school visits and I'm meeting coaches and I'm meeting the teams and I'm doing all this stuff, mm-hmm. you know. And I just remember having this I, this war on the inside between what I knew I wanted to do, which was follow the call of God in my life and go to ministry school um, and go to seminary. Uh, and there's this war between knowing what I wanted to do and that was ministry and and what my soul wanted to do and what everybody else wanted to me mm. to do. And mm-hmm. there's this wrestling match. Yeah. And I just remembered feeling like I am going to disappoint all these people that have invested into me to help me get where I am so that these offers could be on the table. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to disappoint these people. Right. I don't want to disappoint my coaches. They're the reason that the offers are coming. I don't want right. to disappoint my parents. You know, and they supported me uh, and drove me to practices since I was 10 years old. Right. 
but I can't shake this thing that I feel like God's called me to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. And so I had this conversation with my parents, and I said, guys, I'm breaking down in tears. I remember we're getting ready to go camping because my parents like to camp. We're from Ohio, and they love to camp. They got this big fifth-wheel hardside RV, uh, F-250. They're just campers, you know what I mean? They don't really rough it, but they like to camp, you know? (laughs) And so we're getting ready to camp, and, like, I just remember feeling so much pressure and I just was like, guys, can we talk? And people and my parents had invited someone to go camping with us. So these guys from the church show up at our house and I am bawling my eyes out. Oh my and I'm so embarrassed. And I'm like, guys, can mom, can you like ask them to like wait outside and wait in the camper or wait in the truck? Can we just continue this conversation for a couple minutes? And I just had an honest conversation mm-hmm. with my parents. And when I knew... That they supported me because I was doing what God had wanted me to do. That's what I needed. Yeah. But I needed to have the hard conversation. Right. To tell them, guys, I don't want to disappoint you. But more than disappointing you, I don't want to be disobedient to God. Mm. And someone told me back then that delayed obedience is disobedience. So the thought, so what I was going to do was go to a four-year college, play ball, and then after college go to ministry school. Mm. I'd have been 22 at the time, still young, whatever. And someone told me delayed obedience is disobedience. I'm like, dang, that cuts cuts deep. (laughs) And so I was like, this is what I got to do. And so I had a tough conversation. And I think tough conversations are so important. Yeah. I think... If a relationship is going to go to the next level or a relationship is going to go deeper, it cannot stay surface. And so there are times where you've got to have honest conversations. And so sometimes we, we equate hard conversations to the most negative things. Like I can't be honest with this person. It's going to end up in a fight and I don't want to have a fight with this person because I love this person, I don't want to ruin the relationship. And we talk ourselves into not having a conversation right. and we stifle the relationship, we stifle our walk with God, we stifle uh, these different things yeah. because we're not willing to have a conversation. And I just am like, if we can be humble enough and if I can be humble enough to have conversations and have the hard conversation and do it in love. I think that's the biggest thing. One of the biggest things that God is teaching me in this season of my life mm-hmm. is that I can I can have conversations and um, I'm not doing anyone a favor right. by not being honest with them mm-hmm. about what they're doing that is... Um, that's hurting my relationship with them. Right. Like, make it super simple. If you have a, a, a door greeter at the church that is just talking to people all the time and not opening the door for people, right? Mm-hmm. Like, this is just so simple. Mm-hmm. And you realize, like, visitors are coming in and, they got to get their own door and they don't know where to go. And that's what the door greeter is there for. This is just like I was making a fun joke, right? But you're afraid to talk to that person because you don't want to hurt their feelings. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're not helping that person. Right. Because I bet you if you told them like, hey, we want you opening doors so that visitors feel welcome. You know what I mean? Like you're not helping the person. Like right. I don't. You're I, not I, fixing I, the problem. You're not, yeah. And, 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 and I think sometimes we say no for people. Before we even have the conversation. Mm, Yeah. Like we think we know how they're going to respond in a situation. And so we just don't have the conversation. Right. Because we know it's going to be a tense conversation. And so we think that we know. And so we we give their answer before we even get a chance to get their answer. Mm, mm -hmm. The devil. I'm telling you. You know, and so, I mean, it, it's in every relationship. It's a relationship with my wife. It's in relationships with people, you know what I mean, that I work with even in the in the church. It's in people, you know what I mean, that, that we lead, that we interact. It's, it, I mean, it's 
I told the, the Leadership Academy tonight, like, guys, you'll get as much out of this as you put into it. Right. Right? And right. so I've decided in my mind that if, and this is our first class and it went really well, but I, deci- I have decided in my mind if somebody is coming to class and they're not giving me their all, mm-hmm. I'm going to have a conversation with them mm-hmm. and all because I will, I'm doing them a disservice by not being honest. Right. And I, I think, you know, back to the football ministry question that you had originally asked me, I think when we're not honest, we're doing a disservice not only to other people, but mostly we're doing a disservice to ourselves. Right. Because right. we're self-sabotaging the, the situation before... Right. You know, and so I would, I would tell you, to me that's, and I'm just telling you everything where I am right now, like the season of my life that God is trying to show me. You know what yeah. I mean? So you're just asking me questions. I'm like, you know, where did you get this? Where did you get that? Blah 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 blah. Like, like to me, this is this is where I'm at right now in my walk with God, what God is revealing to me, and in the the season of life that I am. Yeah. And 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 I'm, and I'm an enjoy. I'm enjoying it. And I'm enjoying discovering these new things that God has shown me and then also stepping out and doing those things. Right, right. A big thing for me this year has been... Am I talking too much? No, stop. All right, cool. I love it. I know it's your podcast. It's okay. But you're asking the questions. You're you're my guest. Yeah, come on. It's okay. So what's going on? So a big thing for me this year has been rediscovering my joy. Yeah. Um, I tend to commit to a lot of things and not all of those things may be things I want to do but they're yeah. just things that I'm good at doing or that I have feel an obligation to um, to say yes to and we just came out of uh, our 21 days of prayer and fasting yeah or devotion what yeah. are we calling it we call it devotion <laughs> devotion time. yes um, and same thing same thing the big thing for me during that time was to focus on how do I rediscover my joy. And I realized through that time of spending time with the Lord and really focusing on myself and my own growth for the first time in, I don't know, a long time, probably ever, Yeah, that sometimes... Being honest with other people starts with all the time. Say it. Being honest with other people starts with being honest with yourself. Say that. That's good. Come if on. Luke you need to tweet that. Me. You need to tweet that. If you're listening I'll right tweet now. That. Tweet that. If if Lucas asked me to do something and I was like, man, it's Lucas. How can I say no to him? But it was just something that I could not do for whatever reason it was. It's okay to say no. And it's crazy that I have found so much joy in just the process of learning how to say no. And through that, being able to do something like start a podcast, because this is what I wanted to do to find joy. Come on. And so thank you for coming on my podcast, because... It's been fun, obviously. We're having a good time. We are having a good time. But hearing a perspective from a place where you are in your life, I think, joyful and content, but not complacent because you're still growing, but you are in a place of joy to see what that looks like and to see that it's worth the wait and the walk. Right. It's right. worth it for me right now to go through the growing pains. I'm starting a podcast. It's not going to be perfect every time. Josh is going to, you know, cut this up and chop it and make me sound way better than I do. You sound great, but it's not going to be perfect. <laughs> but you that's OK. Thanks, Lucas. That's OK. Right. Like we don't have to be perfect and as such a type A perfectionist person, it's hard yeah. to say you don't have to be perfect to find your joy in the things that you want to do. Like for you, you love people and you love teaching in this leadership academy. And that's something that you are 
finding joy in because you get to be with people and that is you. Yes. For me, starting this podcast is for me. Yeah. But at the same time, I get to use it as a place for people like you to find joy. Right? It all is like a circle. It's like a circle. It's an enormous circle. And it's not a triangle. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. It's okay. Geometry, shapes. Um, But I think that it's so cool to hear from you. My point in this is to hear from someone on the other side. Come on. Right? To hear that there's hope and there is a worth in the the process the process the process i think we just become who it's the process it's the refining it's yes. the you know and i think you know one of the things that we can get into that we tell ourselves is that i i can't start cuz it's not a perfect mm. product yes like it's never going to get there if you don't if you don't exactly. start exactly. like i listen back to some of my messages and mm-hmm. i honestly will look at some of my notes from some of my messages from a couple of years ago and there are times I'm like what was I communicating here <laughs> like yeah. and I think yeah somebody got somebody you know got blessed something. by it somebody got something out of it because um you're still here I'm still here I still <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm still doing what God's called me to do exactly. but I'm looking through some of my notes I'm like wow I would say this way differently now yeah and I can't I think that's just the temptation, right? To not start, to not work, to not do it. And it's really just procrastination in disguise, disguised as perfectionism. Yeah. We got to start, you know. I had a buddy ask me the other day, like, hey, man, I I think I like this girl. Like, should I I ask her out? I'm like, you should. Of course. What are you waiting for? You know, like, why not? Right. He's like, well, she's younger than me. I'm like, well, I mean... What are your options? She's younger, she's your age, or she's older. I mean, come on, go for it. Like, <laughs> yeah, there, you, you yeah. can go around this tr- mulberry bush all day, yeah. you right. know. But right. like, you should go for it. Yeah. He's like, all right, bro, I'm gonna go for it. I'm like, good Aww. for you. Let me know how it goes. That's buddy good. from Ohio. I've known him since since he was a child, you know. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's what I think, you know. Yeah, it's good. That's what I it's a, I think. It's we, the process. It's the process. Yeah. And we got to be honest with ourselves, like. Are we are we procrastinating and calling it perfection and, 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 and using the excuse like, oh, no, I can't because it's not a finished perfect product? Or right. are we just going for it? Right. I think we got to go for it. Yeah, I think we got to go for it. I think we so just I'm proud of you. You're doing this and you're you're saying, yeah, I might make mistakes or I might, I'll learn. But it's the, it's, it's the process that you're going through Yeah. where as much as it's there for an encouragement to your listeners, it's also something that will refine and shape you yes. as a person. Yes. That's good. Come on. Yes. That'll preach. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know me, I'm a preacher. That's that's, that's what, what he I does. do. Yeah. Um, that's what he does. And I'm just and I enjoy it. I've been preaching since I was seventeen years old. Seventeen. Come on. Ooh. I can't imagine if Faith at seventeen would have tried to preach. Or yeah. talk to kids who are 17. <laughs> now, I think about the kids that I youth minister, that I lead as a youth leader. Yeah. And I'm like, man, I was where you are, and I do not miss that. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm so glad that 25-year-old faith is 25-year-old faith. Yeah. And 17-year-old faith was 17-year-old faith. Yeah. And they never have to meet. <laughs> they yeah. never have to meet. Yeah, I mean when you're when you're we were, I was telling talking to one of the students who come to the clean campus and I was telling them like when you're 14 and something goes wrong it's like your whole world mm. you know yeah but it's just it's the process that we go through that we can look back and we can learn from those things and we can say you know the things those things made me mm-hmm. who yeah. I am absolutely they don't define I'm a huge believer in that. Your past is a part of who you are. It shapes your story, but it doesn't define your story. That's right. I have a lot of things in my past that could very easily define who I am. Yeah. But they don't. That's right. Because the present 
supersedes yeah. the past. I heard a preacher say once uh, to his kids that when he was raising them up, and I'm like, oh, I'm adopting that. I'm taking that. Like whenever his kids would mess up and they would make like a big mistake or whatever thing, if they would get in trouble, mm-hmm. if they would go wayward, anything like that, he would always tell them, this is what you did but this is not who you are. Mm, Let me I tell you that. who you are. Yeah, I love that. And I try and I try and do that in my house. Like, no, this is what it means to be a Gonzalez. We're kind. We love people. Mm-hmm. We encourage people. You know, mm-hmm. those are. It's not what you've done. This is this may be what you've done, but this is not who you are. It's good. Yeah, it's good. and I thought it was so good. I'm I'm stealing it. That's perfect. I'm stealing it. It's be it's gonna become one of my things. I like it. Yeah, it's a good one. It's cool. It's a good one. All right, I want to wrap up with a couple of questions that are fun. Shoot. What are you listening to right now as far as music? If you listen to podcasts, what podcasts are you listening to? Mm-hmm. So that's the first part. Um, as far as music is concerned. I don't mean to sound crazy, but I really just listen to worship music. Who are you listening to um, right now? Right now, let me tell you who I'm into right now. Hang on. And then as far as podcasts go, let me tell you. Jeez Culture just came out with this new song, uh-huh. a new Living With Fire deal. Um, I'm good with it. I like yeah? it. Yeah? Yeah. I've heard some people that have like I haven't some, listened to it yet. Um, mixed feedback. I Making like it. I like it. Okay. It's just so different when you listen when you're looking at Jesus culture because they're like ten years ago in 2007 when oh all gosh. their stuff was like fire. They were like kids, yeah. And now they're like adults, and right. it's just like crazy the the evolution. The evolution, yeah. yeah. I also think uh, Chris McCartney is like he's the man. He's really good. Um, what else? What else? What else? And uh, what was that? The new, I mean, just the newest thing that I've added was uh, Life Church. Church has some new worship. I think they're cool. Okay. Oh, and I went um, to that church once. And 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 I do have this Tasha Cobbs essential. You've been on because I have like this little side of me that's like got a little bit of soul. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And Tasha Cobbs, girl. Can sing. She can't just sing. She can sing. <laughs> and she has this song. It's so funny. She's like, there's a healing in this room with my name on it. It's gospel. It's really good. Mm-hmm. It goes super hard. You need to listen to it. I'm going to, on the way home. Yeah. And for whoever's listening to it. Like Tasha Cobb. I'll link it in the, yeah. in the notes. She good. She good. Okay. Um, and then as far as like what I'm listening to. Um right right now I'm I'm into audiobooks. Uh-huh. Um so what? There's what four things that um I just I just finished reading The E-Myth Revisited. Okay. Okay, it's a book about business. It's really good. Really good. Who's the author so people know? Michael E. Gerber. Michael E. Gerber, I think. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Really Kay. stinking good. Okay. Number two. Um, I just, uh, I'm teaching this class at the Leadership Academy on identity. So just listening to some like sermons on identity, things like that. Mm-hmm. And then I'm also just finishing up rereading The God I Never Knew. Yeah. By Robert Morris. Yep. Killer. Great book. Great, great book. Um, I have that one. I need to read it. The Daniel Dilemma by Chris Hodges. Mm -hmm. So stinking good. I mean, are Mm -hmm. you kidding me? So good. How you can love well and how you can love well and stand firm in a culture that's trying to make you pick sides. Come on. I mean, is there anything better? Mm-mm. Ooh, ooh, that's fire right there. And then, um, um, you know, I'll listen to some other preachers every now and again, things like that. But really right now, like like for me, um, I'm trying to 
you know, as I'm putting this class together on identity, uh, I'll listen to other talks, I'll read some books, I'll reread some old things, things like that. But for me, it's identity, walking close with the Holy Spirit, um, uh, generosity. There's this book that we gave away at Reach Church called The Blessed Life. Mm-hmm. Great book. And I just felt like the Lord is dealing with me on some things on being generous mm. and... Uh, I want to grow in that area. I want to grow in the. I want God to trust me with heavenly riches, mm. and I don't mean money. I think you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, I live. I live a blessed life, and so I want God to trust me with things, and so, um, so that's an area that I'm growing in. And then you know, like worship music, just you know all that yeah. stuff, and yeah, a little bit of good. Tasha Cobbs. Just a little bit. A little bit. Every now and again, a little dash cap. She's good. And then, uh, you know, I do, um, I work out at the gym, so whatever they play. Whatever they play at the gym. At the gym. It's all kinds of stuff. It's all over the grid. <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you. I do CrossFit. I'm a CrossFitter. Oh but my, my joke about He's CrossFit obsessed. is um, I am a part of a support group for people who peaked in high school. Oh, my goodness. And it's called CrossFit. Oh, come on. You got to learn to laugh at yourself every now and again. You know yes, what I mean? Absolutely. And that's what I do when I make fun of CrossFit. So That's good. Um, what's the last movie you saw? Last movie I saw was Jurassic World, the new one. The Fallen Jurassic, Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. What do you think? I'm like, come on, guys. So, uh, okay. <laughs> I watched it. Thought it was good. Uh-huh. Um, a, B, C, um, oh, F. okay. Hang on. Let me tell you what I thought. Okay, yes. So I watched it and I'm like, dude, the Jurassic Park saga has been around for so long. It's been around for so long. Like since I think the first one was 93 or 94. Yeah. And then 97 and then 2001. So I went home and I have watched you did all it. of them. You did it. The first one, the second one, the third one is terrible. <laughs> And so I'm looking them up on like IMDB or IMBD, whatever that yep, website yep. is, mm-hmm. and their budget increases. Absolutely. And their income decreases. Wow. In the, the originals? One, yeah. So the first one, the budget is small, makes a lot of money. Yes. The second one, the budget gets a little bit bigger, makes a little less money. The huh. third one, it's the biggest budget out of the three. It makes the littlest amount of money. And the <laughs> third one, I'm like, this one is terrible. <laughs> so then I watched... The new one, uh, I'm I'm in the middle of watching the new one. You haven't finished it. I haven't finished. No, like the, the Jurassic World. Okay. Okay. And then I watched. Okay. Okay. So you I'm, watched I'm, Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, I watched Fallen Kingdom in theaters. Okay. And now I'm I'm like rewatching the saga. Gotcha. So you're on um, Jurassic World. Yeah. And then another thing, I just I just did this say, same thing because I take Mondays off. It's kind of like a preacher's day off, and so. Um, the title of your next book. Yeah, um, nobody judged me, but I just rewatched the uh, the free the Mockingjay, the Hunger Games. I just rewatched no, that great. whole thing. I read all those books. Same, same. Which one's your favorite? The first one. So Absolutely, it's, it's the best. And so I just rewatched all those. And Tiffany was like making fun of me, and I'm like. I know, but it was on. It was just on TV. So I started watching the first one because it was on TV, and then I'm like, then you're hooked. And I'm like, I want to now. I want to watch all of them because yes. now I don't. There are little details that I forget. Yes. Okay. That's Man. fun. That's so, fun. So, yep. That's good. So that's where I'm at. I, I just finished the, <laughs> the Hunger Games thingy. That's a, that's some um, intense like post-apocalypse stuff going on. Yeah, and then uh, and then Jurassic World. The whole saga. So it's like where wow. I'm at. And then me and Tiff are both into the, like, I don't want to say into, but like we white, like we really like watching like all the Marvel stuff. Yes. So yes. There we will just be a watched, on this. There, we just watched all the, you know, the newest one. Infinity War. Yeah. And so now we're like, we're like, man, there are like gaps. There are things I don't know. And so we're like trying to backtrack and fill those things. So you had never that, seen some of the. No, I've seen all of them, but okay. there's things I just don't you remember. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. like so, Thor shows up and he don't got a, a hammer. I'm like, what happened to his hammer? I forget. <laughs> yes. So now That's I gotta go my back and watch. Favorite Thor yeah. movie. 
yeah. by the way. Ragnarok. The, yes, my favorite one. <laughs> yes, great soundtrack. So New good. director, great soundtrack. Great. Good stuff. So that's favorite where I'm at as far as Love that. go. Love that. Love that. A little all that. over the place. Yes. So what is your... I'm going to try and install this like sassy thing of the week, or oh, it can be like something funny. What is something you're loving that's just like hilarious or sassy or funny this week what am i okay so whenever anybody asks you a question and you repeat back the question it's because you're repeating it back so that you can think of an answer so (laughs) he's thinking of an answer i'm thinking of an answer what this week have i found humor in or that i think is funny Mm -hmm. um could be anything Oh, man. I don't know. I will tell you this funny thing that I do. Yes. That I picked up. Okay. I say, I ask people if they know each other. Like, oh, you two, okay. You two know each other? Uh-huh. Even and if they do? When, especially when they do. <laughs> like, have you ever have you ever seen people, like, get in, a, like, like, a little tiff right in front of you? Yes. Like, it's awkward. So awkward. So awkward. Yes. And so whenever people do that... I'll ask them, you know, you guys know each other to like break the ice <laughs> yeah. and as a way to get out. <laughs> you, I mean, if you just, it happens all the time. Like people will be coming up to me and they'll be like, Hey, can you pray with me? I'm like, sure. What's going on? And then one will start telling a story and then the other person will start correcting the person. <laughs> and, I, and then it starts to like get awkward. I'm like, y'all need me to pray for you or y'all need counseling. Which one? You know, <laughs> or both. Or both. <laughs> And so my new thing is like, whenever I see that, it's the joke. It's like my own joke. It's my own inside joke I created with myself. I'm like, you guys know each other? So I just think that's <laughs> funny. And I have been telling people that. And then I say that whenever. You feel a little Whenever awkward. I feel like, oh, this is getting kind of like awkward. You know, <laughs> and that's kind of like my way out. So, I love that. Oh, um, also. Something that I think is funny is uh, it's Thursday night. The Browns are playing. I'm a Browns fan. I'm from Ohio. I'm wearing a brown shirt as we're doing this podcast. It's also brown. It's brown. I have a Browns hoodie. It's a brown hoodie with an orange helmet. So lame. (laughs) And like me and my wife are like, like, not arguing, but talking about like, are the kids going to be Browns fans or the kids going to be Packers fans? And I'm like, honestly. Packers fans. They should not be subjected to this life. Mm. of misery but at the same time this life you don't choose this life this life chooses you the browns life you know the browns life Mm. and so the packers life chose me my dad's from wisconsin nice yeah yeah so so i mean like tiffany has been a packers fan for her whole life and i've been a browns fan my whole life and so We'll see what the... But we're Texans now. Yeah. Like, I love but, Texas. Oh, but you don't amazing. like the Cowboys. No. Come on. Are you so, kidding me? No way. It's acceptable to not have a team here, I think. Oh, yeah. It's totally... It totally I'm is. But so it's like... That's what I think. It. And so the Browns are, in the last two years, one, one 32-1. Oh, my. Like, that is laughable. Oh, that's my. That's just terrible. That's so. very sad. Yep. Wow. It's a, it's, a, it's like a sore subject. I know. I've seen many a post on yeah. this whole thing. Many it's a post. So it's sad. So sad. One so day. are the Browns playing right now? Is that what you were saying? They're playing? Yeah, they are playing right are now. Are they losing? Um, You've they been are looking losing. at your phone the whole time. Uh, they are losing. I just have kind of been following along with the score. Their quarterback is hurt, Tyrod Taylor. Our rookie comes in, Baker Mayfield. He went and... to my high school. No Blake way. Travis. Are yes, you serious? Sir. Wow. Wow. And so I really didn't like him when they drafted him. Um, but they drafted him. And so I'm, I'm, I am rooting for him. And I hope that he does well. We're losing 17 to 14 as we speak. It's Yikes. the fourth quarter. But they're playing tough. And uh, Baker Mayfield 
is on the field because our quarterback got injured. So um, he is leading a comeback right now. So we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. You'll have to. I just, I just pray for, I pray for a win. So pray oh for me, goodness. folks. Pray for him, folks. Brown through this season. Through this pray season. for me. I don't yeah. do football too much. I am loyal to my Longhorns because I went there. That's as far as my football affiliations go. Oh yeah. Well then, you should be loyal. Got to. Went there. Texas forever. Texas forever. All right, Lucas. It's probably time for bed, huh? Yeah, I've got an hour track back to Colleen, and um, I will do my best to wake up early in the morning and go to the gym and get some time with the Lord before that. So that's good. That's, that's kind of how I start my day. It's probably a good start to your day. I try. The gym try. part, not for me, but the rest. Time with the Lord. It's yeah, good stuff. It's good. It's good. It's good. All right. Well, I so appreciate you coming on the podcast. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it, and uh, honored to be honored. Really honored and excited for you. Thank you. And where this goes? Yeah, I'm excited too. And everyone, stay tuned for more. We'll be back in a couple of weeks after this. So I hope you enjoyed the sass and the Lucas this evening, and we'll talk to you later. Bye. All right, that was my conversation with Lucas. Wasn't it so good? I still have the biggest smile on my face after that conversation. I just loved getting to sit and listen to his wisdom. So thank you so much to Lucas for coming on the podcast. And probably most importantly, thank you guys for listening. It means the world to me. I have some super fun stuff planned for future episodes. So if you're enjoying the sass, please subscribe rate us, give me a review, tell your friends, and be sure you stay tuned because I can't wait to share some of the stuff that I have coming up. You can follow me on Instagram at EnjoyTheSass or on Twitter at FaithRugan. You can also send me an email if you want to. It's host at EnjoyTheSass.com. Be sure you stay tuned and we'll talk to y'all in a couple of weeks. Bye!